secrets and mountains are fierce and bold. Deep waters hold reflections of times lost long ago. I will hear every story. It's John Boy and Jake Radio. It's Monday morning, March 11th. Happy birthday to my dear sister, Ritzy. This, Jake, this song, do you have any guess what the theme is and what we just listened to? Um, Irish Folk Week. Yeah. St. Patrick's Day, yeah. There you go. Uh, So this was the song from Brave. I've never seen Brave, but I mean... If I was going to listen to Irish music, I wouldn't, I would accept that into my Irish mix. Okay. I think I had, I had one song that I was like, if we do an Irish week, I need this song on here. But Brave. I never seen Brave. You ever seen yeah, Brave? what's the deal? Is Brave good? I don't know. That song sounded good. 540 mil in the box office, Pixar, Walt Disney. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'd watch Brave at some point. Okay. Sounds like what's the other one that people loved? The ice and the frozen. Frozen. Frozen, they call it. Um, Brave is an Irish version of Frozen. I don't know. I mean, I think some people could get offended by that. Well, you can get offended by anything nowadays. It looks looks like a good flick. It's got some powerful red hair. Yeah, you know I like powerful hair. You do. I do. Merida. Merida? I can't tell. M-E-R-I-D-A. That's the main character's title. Irish names are kind of crazy. Um, I don't know how you pronounce that. Like, my my relative that from Ireland, her name is uh, Grunya. Mm. But you, it's, it's spelled, like, Gerain. Evan, Evan of Evan and Co., his, uh, his sick significant other pretty irish her uh her sister's name is afa and it's like all vowels yeah they like mixing them up over there <clears throat> yeah it's like five five vowels in one consonant yeah um it's good stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff i don't recognize a ton of the uh oh dude you know who's in brave that'll make you watch it who's that your boy look interested craig ferguson Oh yeah, that makes sense. I love Craig Ferguson. He's a good. He could. I could see him being an a great cartoon character actor. Yeah, he's got a very cartoonish accent. Yeah, I think he lays it on thick for the American audiences. Oh yeah, I'm sure he wasn't shy in this movie. Um, yeah, I don't know why haven't I heard more about this movie? Because I feel like I mean, Frozen was the big one. But even like Tangled, I heard about that a little bit. I really haven't heard about this one. I don't know. I mean, I, I haven't mean, heard the, about it because it's just I. I don't know about any of them. Zootopia, you, that's a good flick. I've seen Zootopia. Okay. In the background, when I was Katie's cousins were around. Hmm. We used to put we used to put that on for the dog. Oh, 
for yeah. Noodle? Yeah. Did Noodle like it? Oh, I mean, he didn't dislike it. Otherwise, we wouldn't put it on for him. Did he sit and watch it? That'd be funny. Like he, like half. Like he'd 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 tune in to a couple. I mean, they're animals on the screen. Like A plus B. Like if he sees a dog commercial, like dogs are smart enough to do that. So like I don't know. He 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 puts it together. He would tune in every now and then. So I mean, the only it, time it, Zimmer it, ever tuned into the TV was Doctor Phil. Intro and outro and one eight hundred Empire today and he went fucking ballistic. We we were we were Zimmer trained us to change the channel if the Empire carpet commercial came on. It was like quick, get it before they do the jingle because he fucking hates it. Good instincts. Yeah. How's your weekend? How was my weekend? Um. Now I'm looking at the cast of Frozen right now. Um, my weekend was good. Uh, did a did like a I'd call it a birthday celebration with with former roommate Jeff. But we 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 had some drinks and we the uh, we we have a friend out here who's a pretty big Duke fan. Um, so they were all excited for Duke, North Carolina. So we watched some of that. Um, and then yesterday was kind of, you know, it take a, take a little bit to recover and get back into that pod life. Yeah, um, you posted a picture of you in a cowboy hat saying things got pretty uh, pretty messed up. Yeah, well, I wore, I wore my, uh, my, my old man powerful Yankee shirt, just the polo with the Yankees logo on it. But Jeff and I had a pretty good laugh because he recently he just turned thirty, and uh, like he he came out. I was wearing my Yankees polo. He was wearing a Green Bay Packers polo, and I was like, "Well, we're just those guys now, huh?" <laughs> like the the sex appeal has left the building. Um, but uh, yeah, and then I I was wearing I have an obnoxious like wicker. Vandy hat, Vanderbilt, go doors. Go doors. And uh I I kind of wanted to wear that as a joke. Um I hadn't worn it in a while, A. And B, um, you know, it was like it was like the big last week in a college basketball before the conference tournament, so you had all these rivalry games. And so I put on my Vandy hat. And I don't know, it makes you a little bit of a target. Yeah. So then uh this this woman with a um fantastic cowboy hat came on came over and says I love your hat let's trade and you know in our rule book there's no saying no to that You have to trade yes Uh Shirt so swap. yeah so This yeah, look in your is. eyes Jake brought yeah. me back haven't seen that in a while Oh no that's acting that's we'd been out for like I I had one beer in me at that point that's you look not super Jake. tired. Tired, Jake. Uh, tired of the woman. She was pretty obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but yeah, it was a it was a solid weekend, and uh, we're we're back at it. Nice. How how was your weekend? I mean, it wasn't good nor bad. I just, it wasn't a weekend. It wasn't a weekend. Yeah, we recorded a lot. I worked a lot trying to get this new site and everything up and running. But it's good, I guess. I don't know. Katie cleaned my office yes last night because it smelled terrible. Zimmer 
lives in here, uh, right? Sleeping nonstop, and he's kind of like a human. Well, he's a dog, so he's not a human. Yeah, he's mostly a dog. He's uh, a dog fart bag. Like he's just a smelly, right. smelly dude. Throws up a lot, and apparently um, he's thrown up a couple times that I didn't. I missed. I was in the zone. Didn't catch Be it. Be fair, you've called me a dog fart bag a few times. So, well, a human fart bag. A uh, dog fart bag. Anyway, Katie cleaned this office, so that's nice. But now I know that I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be look for something at some point, and I have no idea where it is, and that's gonna yeah. frustrate me for a little bit. But the niceness of cleaning the office outweighs that. Yeah. Well. You- yeah. Not sure about the fart bag aspect, but yeah, I, homie, don't play that game. What game? Uh, organized mess. I'm an organized. Like, Katie will look at my desk and be like, that's not organized at all. And I'll be like, I know where everything is right now because I put yeah. it in the same spot. It just doesn't look organized. But, uh, so, like, we had an agreement. Like, you can't touch my desk because those things I use every single day. And, like, I know that my cup probably shouldn't go here. And the remote probably shouldn't go there. But that's where I keep them because that's, that's where my hands happens. go. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I'm organized in a really weird way. But my couch was gross. There was, I just threw everything on there whenever I had extra stuff. Right. That's fair game. Yeah, so she put... I don't know where she put it all. Mm. I don't know, figure it out. Do we want to rank our weekend? Rank our days? How do we want to do this? I think we have to rank Friday. I think we got to try to remember. Yeah, it's going to be tough unless something big happens. Um, I'm just going to give it a five right now because I don't remember what I did. Yeah, I mean, I... I oh, it was fr- a big record day. We recorded four PPPs, and we recorded an interview, and we recorded John Boy and Jake Radio. Yeah, okay. So I'm I'm kind of remembering now, because I was... By the time we were done with everything, because I, I, I did some food review stuff, so I haven't really talked about that. We'll uh, Maybe we'll get there another time. But um, yeah, I, like, crushed Friday up until, like, 4 p.m. or so, and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to get the good workout in. And I'm, you know, I'm going to go to bed early. Went to yoga Saturday morning. Namaste, baby. Um, But so Friday, I had one of those like, all right. So I just did. I did a lot of good. Let's like just hammer it. So like if I if we want to order Froyo tonight or something like I we I can do anything if I get a good workout in after the day I just had. So I take some pre-workout and I was like, you know what? Let me, uh, so, sometimes I like to play a couple rounds of Rocket League. It's this kind of nerdy video game, but it's, it's a good pre-workout game. Like you play three, it's, it's basically soccer with cars. It sounds really dumb. I was against it at first. I started playing it. It's good entertainment. It's, uh, Jim, what I would say is it's like the enjoyability of FIFA when you used to play it, like just playing someone else in FIFA but it has the quickness of uh, an NHL video game. Like, the games go by quick. They're competitive. They're fun. Okay. Boom. Rocket so I take, some, I take some pre-workout, play a couple games of Rocket League. Next thing you know, I got caught up. I think I started doing some baseball stuff on my computer. And then the lady came home. And so I just had the pre-workout going through my body, and I didn't work out because I forget if we started making dinner or what we did. So, And it, the crazier thing is it didn't even have, like, a big effect on me. It was like 
it was a getting older moment. I was like, okay. Growing up's weird. Took some pre workout and then played some video games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's uh it's pretty pathetic. But um yeah, I think that's uh I, I thought about writing it down in my 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 stand up jokes list, just be like you find out you get old in different ways with different generations. Mine was taking pre workout and just being so <laughs> tired that it had no effect on me. <laughs> so what are you ranking your Friday? Um I'm going I'm going six flat. All right, so we both just did exactly what our standard day is. No, I came down for my standard day. You said your standard day was a six, and then you went up to 6.1 last time. Right, so I came down. Yes, yeah, so, but your standard day is a six. Well, is that the average so far, or is that what I said a standard day would be? A standard goal of my day is to have a six. Yeah, that's what you said. You said your standard average day is a six. That's my goal for every day. Okay, we can change it to your goal if you want. My yeah. average day is a five, and I had an average day. A lot of recording, then a lot of working. So. There you go. Was that daylight savings time? Yeah, it was. It happened this weekend. It happened going into Sunday. It happened yesterday. It did? I thought it happened the other day. But yeah, you might be right. Yeah. I can't remember. Let's go into some sports. Okay. So, Zim is up. He's stretching. He's doing his morning stretches. And he's out. the Jets are seen as favorites to land Le'Veon Bell, according to Peter King, who says this according to what he has heard from quote-unquote smart football people. Libor Hajek scored his first goal for the Rangers. Congrats, Libor. Live in Libor Loca. You think that's going to be what they play every time he scores? Alex Cora, manager of the Red Sox, says that Pete Alonzo, player for the Mets, is probably the best hitter in Florida right now and the Mets Yoannis Cespedes Jake is cleared to take his first step towards return my dad's Iona Gales are in the championship tonight they may be dancing they have to beat the Mammoth Mammoths I forget their real name a remix yeah a remix there that was nice it was nice. It's the Monmouth Mammoths. Is that what they're... It can't be what they are. It's not, but it should be. Like, total miss. Yeah, total miss. You guys blew it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys absolutely blew it. Um, yeah, I remember... Uh, what was it? Uh, a girl girl we went to high school with was was applying there, and, I mean, it was just too easy. It'd be like, oh, the Mammoths. I'd be like, no, you know that's not it. But, I mean, there's no stopping that once once the ball gets rolling. Yeah. How do you like their actual name is what, the Eagles or something like that? Hawks. It's a bird. Hawks. On the Hawks. That's the, so boring. How about this Peter King report? I mean, we're going to gloss over this. But sure. his, I was like, oh, Jets seen his favorite slant, Le'Veon Bell. Cool. Who said this? Because I've learned now, when like following the Yankees closely – I can't just, for other sports, I can't just take headlines at face value. Right. It's like, okay. I think football, and I guess it's kind of like baseball a little bit too, but I think football, like, 
the elimination game is a lot easier. Like what what Le'Veon Bell is going to be paid as a running back, a lot of teams kind of just wouldn't pay that for a running back. So like you almost you need like a cheap quarterback, and they have that in Sam Darnold. Um, you know, Le'Veon is clearly someone who wanted to be a star and in the spotlight. So if you get him in New York and he does well, he wants that. Um, and they have like a ton of cap space. So I think like there there is probably three to five teams that were actually options for Le'Veon Bell and the Jets are one of them. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know exactly what leader means, but also people like Darnold, man. Yeah. I just laughing because I was, I clicked the link. Okay. Who said this? And it was an NBC sports article. And I was like, okay, let me find the writer's name so I can say, according to this writer. Right. I found the writer's name, but then I saw in the par- in the thing it said, according to Peter King, who said that according to smart people, according to people he heard, according to smart football people, he heard this. So the grapevine there is I'm presenting you a story from NBC Sports who's presenting you a story from Peter King who's presenting you what he heard from, quote-unquote, smart football people that's the news that's how it works that's i heard (laughs) the news today oh boy um shout out to peter keeman hey shout out to uh shout out to big cat man i don't if when i clicked the link they had one of those video windows pop up and it's them interviewing big cat like seriously (laughs) like they they have an interview with him talking about NFL free agency. <laughs> so yeah, he did that on uh, Chicago Sports for it's not as it's not as it's not Chicago Sports. I'm guessing it's like NBC. No, Sports. it's NBC Sports. That's cool. Yeah, I always yeah. I I like I like the m- more serious side of Big Cat way more. Like I like him on Yak and the Rundown and all that. Sure. And like these appearances, so good for him. I love that he wears mm-hmm. that jacket that he's been wearing. Yeah, it's strong play, strong look. Um, like he's been wearing that for like seven years now. Speaking of strong looks, Jim, Libor Hajek. I gotta look at a picture of him. That's what you're telling me. Libor Hajek. Okay. No, his name feels like is it an anagram where the letters are scrambled and you have to figure out what the name actually is? Could be. Because that's what Libor Hajek sounds like. It's like, yeah, okay. we have it in all caps on our sheet right now, and it really yeah. does look like that. So let's try and make one real quick. You got okay. Jake in there. Hey, Jack. So Jake. Jake, Jake uh, Boyle. Jake. Jake Boyle. Her. Bolahor. Yeah. The H is really killing us. Um, what about Jake yeah. H. Boyler? 21 years old. Oh, I figured it out. Jake H. Broil. You did figure it out. Um, yeah, 21-year-old Czech guy, second-round pick in 2016, Jim. So, Good job. Good job. Do you yeah. care about any of this else? Do you care about Peter Alonzo having a really good spring and Alex Cora saying so? Um, I just had this uh, kind of a moment of realization um, that the Mets first base job I and we haven't really drawn the parallels to the Yankees first base job which is supposedly a competition but Dominic Smith is the one that did uh the sleep apnea stuff we talked about that last week he was a he was a decent prospect 
Peter Alonzo's a big prospect. Um, I wonder I wonder what's going on in the Mets forums. Do they want one of those guys to start and one to be in AAA? Do they want both on the team? Do they well, not is, want both on the team? I don't know. Is Frazier out? Is he on the DL to start the season? Todd, 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 Todd. Because um, I thought he I was don't the, I thought he was the first baseman. Who's on third? Lowry. Jed's playing third? We got Cano at second. Maybe Jed's playing short and Rosario's. Oh, they like Ahmed. Um, yeah, I don't know. Frazier's dealing with a strained oblique. Um, it looks like he's, has he played spring training? No, I don't think so. So, I mean, maybe they want, because I think Alonzo's a righty. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe they want Smith, because I think he can be from the left side of the plate. I don't know. We need uh, our talking Mets course, correspondent to come in on that. Yeah, Tebow can always come up and play, too. Well, yeah, Jim. He's, But, I mean, he's outfielder slash pitcher, you know? Yeah, but once, the, once uh, Jose Canseco gets a hold of him, it's golden. Alonzo with, uh, yeah, batting 414, three homers, a 1.2 OPS. The guy... Dude's hitting. He's 23. He's 24. Um, and he's ranked right now, pre-2019, the number 40th prospect by baseball prospectus. So, um, I don't know. I'm I'm guessing. Well, it's it's the Mets, so I, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to overstep my boundary, but I was going to say, I'm assuming they want Alonzo to start in AAA and then come up when it's right. Dominic Smith having a big spring, too. A couple first base battles. And Todd Frazier in New York. A couple first base battles. I want to talk about Jose Canseco. I realize this is probably something that everyone's going to be talking about, and we sure. aren't yet. Uh, so Jose Canseco called out Alex Rodriguez, said he's cheating on J-Lo with his ex-wife, says he has proof, all that stuff. I'm not interested in that. Right. Because that just seems like, shut up, Canseco. Um, if, you're, if you're correct, you're an asshole for doing it in the way you're doing it. If you're wrong, you're an asshole times 10. So it's like an asshole off. I mm-hmm. scrolled down his timeline to be like, what else does Canseco tweet? I'm not going to follow him, but like maybe once yeah. every six months, I'll just go check in. Right. The Tebow stuff was cracking me up, Jake. Yeah. It was yeah. five days ago, so we missed it. But look at this. Tim Tebow, let me help you with your swing. I just saw one of your bats. You have no rhythm right now and you're too rotational. I will help you for free. I'm a fan of yours. That's nice. With a hint of mean. Yeah, with a hint of crazy. That's what everything he does. He's he's crossed that threshold that anything he does is almost insanity. Yeah. Like your for your initial reaction is insanity. Then he goes, "Tim Tebow, you're never going to make it to the major leagues with that swing, and I am here to help you, buddy." That's nice, but also a little bit mean. <laughs> right. Right. If I could hit a softball 500 feet at the age of 55, you can hit 40 home runs in the major leagues if you let me help you. Yes, I'm talking to you, Tim Tebow. <laughs> <laughs> Just a reminder, if anyone's forgotten, I'm still talking about you, Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow, let me teach you the art of power hitting and the technique of psychological behind it. Tim Tebow, will you let me help you if you can hit a baseball Tim Tebow, will you let me help you if I can hit a ba- softball further than you can hit a baseball? So, Jose Canseco is crazy, but some of those made me laugh. But he's now said he's going to take a polygraph to prove that Alex Rodriguez is cheating. 
It's like, Jose, you're a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, maybe maybe he's saving J-Lo. Even if he is, there's much nicer ways to do it. Yeah. It's the internet, man. You you talked about pro football focus saying they got Peter King got a report from smart NFL guys yeah. well, to report Ho- to this guy, Jose Canseco. He, he just couldn't find his avenue. Jose Canseco. You can you can tweet from Jose Canseco for relatively cheap. I think it's like two hundred bucks, mm. and then he'll promote whatever you have. Like you'll draft up a tweet and he'll tweet out. So maybe that's what someone's doing. <laughs> Could also be that. Maybe a Rod, maybe J Lo's ex lover is paying Jose Canseco to tweet these out. Wow, crack the case, huh? Yeah. Let's go to national sports. Ooh, Jimmy, sell that team, sir. A Knicks fan yells that at James Dolan. James Dolan threatens to kick him out of his building. Good times to be a Knicks fan. NFL News Jim Day, Danny Amendola, your doppelganger, signs with Detroit. The Lions, he's reunited with Matt Patricia, former defensive coordinator, when they were both at the Patriots. Jack Grealish was punched a fine run onto the field and assaulted him in the Birmingham Aston Villa match. King Felix is mad he won't start opening day. Me too, King Felix. Uh, Jim, we've had Liberty, Gardner Webb, Bradley, Murray State are going to the dance. We got a couple championship games today. The big trade this weekend, Jim Antonio Brown from the Pittsburgh Steelers. The John Gruden's Oakland Raiders. I got to tell you what, man, a third and a fifth round pick for this guy. I'm making that deal. Did you steal the James Dolan or did I copy and paste it into the wrong part of the sheet? You did the you had a couple Knicks things in the wrong part. You had you had. Peter Alonzo and Yoannis in the national news too. And I, I, um, I've so mentally blocked out James Dolan in the Knicks that I, I just assume cause it was national news. Um, it was, but, but yeah. I, I, I thought I had all those. I just, I, I put them in the wrong spot. Yeah. They my, were on the natty. My bad. Well, you already talked about James Dolan all on talking Knicks that just came out today. Go check that out. Yeah. So I'm going to say what I want to say. Okay. You've already said it all. Uh, it's funny. I like <laughs> I like the entertainment of it all. Uh, he shouldn't actually be kicked out of the stadium for forever. I don't know. Did he ever get any punishment? Did he get kicked out at all? Um, I forget. I don't. I don't even know. I don't think he did. Um. No, he did kick them out, yes. Okay. Well, if he kicked them out just for that game, I still think it's funny. Right. Good. Like, Okay, but the James Dolan went about it in a bad way. The guy, James Dolan's walking off the field with a bunch of, like, 20-year-old girls uh, off the court. And this guy says, sell the team. I'm anti-yelling at games. Sure. But uh, I don't care if 
you yell, sell the team. Maybe it was good advice. Maybe like you'll make a great profit. Sell the team. Right. You'll enjoy life more. You go on vacations more. The market's good. You don't have a hassle. Sell the team. But if James Dolan like never broke stride, Jake, and just said, you're out of here. It would have right. been, it would have been awesome. But he walked oh, over. I would have liked that. I would have liked it. Would have been badass. Just yeah. never broke stride, but heard it. Didn't even look at him. Just pointed his finger. You're out. You're out. Yeah, that would have been great. Instead, um, he walked over and he was like, "You can't say that. You're mean." Uh, yeah, you're, he threw on a big like shit eating grin. You're yeah. mean. I'm gonna kick you out now. He's, nah, you're out He's uh successfully had the Knicks be one of the worst teams in the league for 20 years. So boom. Anyway. So now I've I've talked about it. You talked about it. It's out. Um, what do we like here? Um, I like the I fa- the fan running on the field, punching that guy in the face. You like that? I like being the story of it. I don't like that it happened. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Bad look. <laughs> bad look. Can't do Damn that. It. Did you see Can the security it? guard? Can't do that. Security yeah. guard tackled him like after the punch. Where were you, dude? Yeah. Where, he had the angle, man. The security guard was like jogging in the background. Like, okay, this he's probably not gonna punch him. Let me just get yeah. there quietly. <laughs> we got a, we got another one. Oh, no, he did punch him. Um Yeah, really bad, and everyone is mad that the fans were cheering and stuff, which I get it, but at the same time, like think about what's going on. You you know, ever everyone's been sipping on a couple barleys, a couple pints before the big match. Someone runs on the field and punches one of the guys on the opponent that you hate i mean you got a couple beers in you you're letting out a yeah like i'm not you don't support it but power of the crowd is the crowd is ruthless an individual may be calm and cool-headed but a crowd is ruthless man that's how gladiators work you just put a crowd of people and you just fucking kill them kill them and then they kill them and you're like oh shit fuck did we do that Uh, happened as a crowd, did we do that? Did we make that happen? Maximus, Maximus. Um, what do you think about me and King Felix not getting the start on opening day? He hasn't. Been, he hasn't been good for a while. Who's going to get the start? That's what I was trying to think. Who are the Mariners' pitchers? They have uh, the lefty, or do they not have the lefty anymore? But, James Paxton. He's on the Yankees. Now. Yeah, but they have the other guy, the um, Wade LeBlanc. Wasn't he on? Oh, I'm blanking. That's Matthew LeBlanc, and he's Joey from Friends. Well, I know that, but I thought the Yankees traded a, a LeBlanc over there. Um, yeah, he's it, their fifth starter right now. Uh, so it looks like Gonzalez is going to be their opening day starter. Marco, what do you know? I don't um, know. I don't know anything about Marco Gonzalez. Yeah, they've got interesting. They've got like they've got wow. six SP. Your your coochie. Yeah, my boy, that Uchi Kikuchi. He's in town. Um, yeah, Wade, Wade in the water, LeBlanc. Um, yeah, interested. I mean, why is King Felix mad? Who cares about opening day, dude? I guess he I mean, does. So just give it to him. Yeah, he kind of does. And uh, I mean... For him, that's I think I've done this before because normally you and I we don't really care about the rotation stuff. But like King Felix has probably started, I mean, how many opening days for them? I mean, it's probably like it's got to be in the ten twelve range. Um, 
Which, I mean, at a certain point, like, that's just cool. Like, if your first day of Mariners baseball every year for about, for over a decade has been with King Felix on the mound. Um, I think Mariner fans would be like, hey, well, we just wish you were still good. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. Like, I, I, there's, there's a little bit of a romantic hint to it, but, like, you gotta, you haven't been good, dude, like, at all. He was so good for a while. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, well, father time catches up with everyone, James. I guess this is the day I'm going to do it. There's always a day right around before. Usually it's when, uh, when I draft for fantasy baseball, and I'm not doing fantasy baseball this year, where I go around the league, especially the AL, and just look at their death chart for pitchers and just be shocked by, like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Who? Whoa. Oh, okay. Okay, I got to figure out these people. So the Mariners, we got Gonzalez, Kikuchi, Lee, Hernandez, LeBlanc. Justice. He's starting in AAA. Is he? Yeah. I don't know about that. That's not what I've been reading on the Mariner boards, man. Article I just read said he was. Mariner boards. Yeah, you're Mariners this year. Malik Smith, Mitch Hanniger, Kyle Seeger, Edwin Encarnacion, Jay Bruce, Domingo Santana, Omar Navarez, J.P. Crawford, and D. Gordon. Let's go, Nurs. Nah, they're not going to be good. Okay, they'll be bad. Um, they're the Mariners. Don't they have the longest like missed playoff streak in sports or something like that? I think baseball? so, and it, it's actually a streak that makes me feel old because it's like 2003 or something like that. I'm like, whoa, that's the longest streak? Yeah, maybe it's like, yeah, 103, something like that. Um, like Ichiro, Ichiro, Edgar. Um, but, yeah, come on, Seattle. They just – I think this is the year they clap loud enough to do it, you know? I don't – I'm confused. I thought they were, like, tanking this year, but they're also trying. I think they're going to do a fake try and maybe see if they have any magic. Um, but, like, so a lot of those guys I said, like – could be traded easily. Like, Jay Bruce is a deadline trade every year. Like, someone will talk themselves into Edwin Encarnacion. Um, so, that's probably the biggest Mariners update you're going to get from us this year. I'm at the longest note, like, droughts in MLB. Mm. And there's just so many different versions of this. Major League pennant drought, league championship appearance droughts, World Series drop, but then there's five categories within those categories for each category. Longest current postseason droughts. That's what we're looking for. Seattle yeah. Mariners, 2001 ALCS. Crazy. And then the Miami Marlins, 2003 World Series. Yeah, that's crazy. Chicago White Sox, 08. Yo, yeah. MLB's got great parody. Parody. So in 10 years... 26 teams have made the playoffs. It's pretty good, considering that the MLB doesn't have a lot. It's not like the NHL and NBA where half the league gets in. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Go MLB, go. Go MLB, go MLB, oh, go. Oh, I called the half, but did we want to call the half? I mean, do you want to talk about Antonio Brown? Uh, the Antonio Brown thing's kind of good, and something we've kind of been pushing on this show, Jim, is the the John Gruden actual like rebuild. And they traded Amari Cooper away for, like, a first-round pick and something else. And now they got Antonio Brown for a third and a fifth. So, like, I don't know. There's still a chance, and everyone wrote him off. But, like... I didn't write... Put me on yeah. the board as never writing... I know. That's it. You and I. We, we've been talking about it. Um, 
So it's, I mean, it's really interesting now. Um, they, uh, uh, Derek, Derek Carr, your boy, is the wild card at this point. Yeah, are um, they going to keep him or are they going to trade him? I don't know. Like, I think they're going to keep him because I, I don't know who the solution would be. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you could you. there's a world where he plays good again and he has Antonio Brown. There's a world where Antonio Brown <laughs> chews him up and spits him out day one, and that's 90% chance of the world that we'll be seeing. So, yeah. Interesting factor on Antonio Brown I was reading is is um when teams when you were look someone said when you look at teams that would take on Antonio Brown you can't look at teams that don't have an established quarterback because with Antonio Brown you'll never have an established quarterback that's not already established. Right. That's an interesting thing cuz he's just going to chew your quarterback up and be a dick. So your quarterback already has to command some respect of the team. Otherwise, yeah. if Antonio Brown comes and they're both battling for command of the huddle, like Antonio Brown's just going to be, he's going to trump his way into top. And it's top. Is guy. it like are Antonio Brown and uh, Marshawn Lynch going to be best friends or mortal enemies? There's not really a middle area there. Nah, man. Uh, Marshawn Lynch is just about that action, boss. <laughs> Amen. Same. Honest, honestly, Marshawn Lynch isn't that much of a distraction off the field. No, he's not at all, but I I think it's like a fair statement. Like Marshawn's either going to be all about Antonio Brown and be able to like reel him in a little bit and make it kind of the fun Raiders or he's going to be like I hate everything Antonio Brown is about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the opposite. I love um, that I loved that Marshawn Lynch interview. I know everyone did. It's a beast mode. Um and click, I, I put a video link in there. Click click that bad boy. It's an ES, ESPN I, video, so I'm pretty cautious I wanna get, to click this. I want to get your opinion on it. It's one of those dunks. It's an alley-oop dunk where the guy basically, he kind of throws it in the hoop instead of the dunk. Like we saw Blake Griffin and a couple of guys have them. And I wasn't a fan of them, but this one is dirty. It's, uh, I think it's, um, it's Der- yeah. Derek White. Nothing for you. You don't I, even no, appreciate um, any of it. No, no, it's a video like ESPN, like website sucks. So it's not even playing yet. Okay. Who is it? Let me find this on YouTube. Derek um, Jones Jr. Yeah, Derek Jones Jr. He uh no known as a dunker, but uh, this one's pretty silly. Derek Jones Jr. dunk. And we're searching. Oh boy. Yeah, I don't know if this is gonna work. Oh, here's a. When it's <laughs> the ESPN one didn't work because ESPN has like a million ads on their site that just sucks. It's five second ad. Okay, we'll cut. Co- we'll cover it another day. No, but the five second ad won't play because I have ad blocker on, and then it's a it's a whole issue. Oh. Well, I'm going to give it one more try. Well, I just watched it again, and I like it. Back to you guys in the booth. 12 feet in the air. Show me the actual dunk. They're pausing it and doing graphics on the screen. This is this is a nightmare. Tough. It looks like he goes full out, like, spread spider in the air. That's what I'm yeah. paused at. That looks cool. 
It was cool. I normally don't like those dunks. Uh, I wanted wanted to get a little more of a natural reaction out of you, but well, <laughs> another time. I hate ESPN.com. It's terrible, terrible website. Tough. Tough. Uh, how about Liberty and Garden Webb and Bradley? Gag said Bradley was going to win. Dancing. Murray State. John Morant, man. Who do you want to win, Wofford? We, or we called that. If Wofford loses to what's um, – What's UNC Greensboro? Is that who they're playing? Yeah. I think that would be a huge, huge upset because Wofford's ranked, correct? Yeah, Wofford's ranked, and they're going to be in the dance, so it would be one of those taking away a tournament seeds. I never know why conferences don't throw those games. Like, if you're that conference, be like, yo, Wofford, we'll give you a hundred grand. Let UNC Greensboro go into the tournament so our conference can say we got two teams in. That's a good call. I mean, I, there is a you want to win the conference, so you want like if you think right. you're like if you think you're not going to win in in the tournament, then you want to at least say you won the conference. But yeah, I wonder if that's happened before. It's had to have been discussed before. It's had to have been discussed. Two coaches, like you know, like it's easier to recruit if we both get in. Like I'll I'll stop recruiting this player we're both after if you let us win this game and go to the dance. He's yours. Yeah, I like it. Lib- the, Lib- the Liberty versus Lipsum game was pretty mm. good. There was a classic dive that I posted on Twitter where the refs were just like, nah, embellishment. <laughs> Didn't yeah. call yeah. a thing. That kid was the hero, James. The announcers, I know that they're just doing nice announcer things, Jake. Well, actually, I don't. Sure. I'll, I'll ask you. This is the Okay. They were like, we'll see if Lipscomb gets a bid. We'll have to wait. Like, is there... I think Lipscomb was like actually on the bubble. That doesn't make sense to me because all the big conferences, wouldn't the top five schools from all the big conferences be better than Lipscomb? Dude, it's kind of college basketball is in like a weird spot, man. Um, like, dude, look at you, we just said that Wofford is ranked. <laughs> um, like we've, we've had these teams pop up that have been ranked this year that you're like, what? Um but, yeah, man, there's some serious teams. I mean, Murray State was on the – Belmont's been ranked this year. Utah State, Furman was ranked. Like, just these kind of weird schools, but they win a ton of games. And now I think what it is, Jim, this is the geeks getting involved a little bit because um, you're right. Like, if these teams played in the, you know, Big 12 or Big 10 every night, they probably wouldn't look as good. But the advanced analytics and all this stuff say that they can play with these teams and they can blah, blah, blah. So I didn't know if the announcers were just being like kind, but I mean, it's also like the NCAA basketball product is pretty, pretty lesser. I mean, if you're a real NBA talent, you're a one and done. There's like no middle area anymore. Like the, I think the top 15 picks in the draft last year, I think all of them were one and done or foreigners. So, like, if you stay for a sophomore season, it's almost like you're not good. Yeah. Um, so, I think, and that's where, you know, if you get a Wofford team or, uh, you know, uh, a Belmont team that's got a bunch of seniors and you, you you know, you have one or two guys that are, are good, I, I think, you know, your your team can t- contend or be better than, than they would have been in the past. Okay. That makes sense. I thought the announcers were just being super nice, and I was like, they're not. They won't get a bid. It doesn't make sense, but maybe they will. And then we'll have two schools from whatever conference that is. Yeah, I mean, they're 
As of March 10th, they were kind of considered a large, uh, a long shot if they didn't win the conference. So the like they beat their big win this year was at TCU, which okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Next up, we have a big announcement and a little guest interview on John Boy and Jake Radio. All right, we're going to throw it to an interview right now with Bobby from Simple Man Radio, who's joining the crew here at John Boy Media. More content and more daily episodes and all that. Here is a little conversation with him about them and stay around because afterwards we're going to do Bet of the Day. So here's Bobby. All right, we got a big update, big announcement in the John Boy Media world. We're growing, taking on some shows, have our friends from Simple Man Radio and a new show called going to be called Talking Giants. Joining the team, we got Bobby from Simple Man Radio with us to find out a little bit about them, tell you guys who they are, what they're doing, and everything about that. So first off, Bobby, how you doing? Good. What's going on, fellas? Good. I saw that your your email said Bob's Pools. You are Bobby. What do you prefer to be called? I go by Bobby, but Bob's Pool Service is just a much catchier business name. Oh, uh, I was going to say it's a great name. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, the old guys call me Bob. I I'm, I'm what kind of person where you know you can call me whatever you want. You're you're not going to bother me, Bob, Bobby, and then a few people will call me Robert. But but Bobby Bobby seems to be the main one. Jake, what would you call him? Because I was Jimmy everywhere, and New Jersey is. New Jersey, you're from New Jersey, right? I was born there, but yeah, I grew up down here in Florida. New Jersey's big on like Jimmy, Johnny, Timmy, and then when I went to Connecticut, they were Jim, Tim. They shortened everything. I think that's why I get a bunch because I'm down in Florida, and then we got everybody from everywhere. And then, uh, and then, yeah, I remember talking on the phone with you the other day. I'm like, man, do you you want me to call you John Boy? Because sometimes (laughs) it just, you know, it's kind of awkward calling somebody a nickname you never even met them. Yeah. Nope. Call me the, Jimmy. <laughs> the John the the John Boy stuff is pretty ridiculous. We've we've I, I've I've seen Jimmy handle that conversation so many times, and it's it's a lackluster moment. Um, yeah. I mean, for me, it's a no no brainer. I just go Bobby Skins. There we go. Big <laughs> yeah. big Bobby Skins. Big Bobby Skins. Now we're ta- now you're speaking my lingity. There we go. <laughs> big Bobby Skins. So you you and your buddy Zach have been doing Simple Man Radio for a good amount now. You had Jake on over the summer. Uh, we both joined you when we were down in spring training. How did uh, how did this show start? Yeah, basically, we're actually uh, next week will be our one year anniversary. And you know, I had just started listening to podcasts for maybe about a year or so, maybe even less, and uh, found out about Anchor, which is you know really easy to use. And me and Zach talked about it and kind of did a little research on it. And we're like, all right, let's start this up, and you know, we'll see what happens. Like, you know, I played, uh, you know, college ball at a D3 school. I'm like, I'll get some of my teammates who are playing over in, in the Europe League or or whatever to come on. And I was like, you know, we'll have, like, I know some, like, music and musical guests and stuff like that. You know, I was like, we'll, we'll keep it simple. You know, hence the name of Silverman Radio. And, uh, yeah, man, but on the, on our third episode, we got the fullback for the time at, for the Giants at the time, Shane Smith. And we started getting more and more interviews with NFL players and stuff like that. And it's just kind of taken off to where – you know, it was just kind of something we did once a week to now it's, you know, twice a week and, you know, doing all the social media and everything. Well, you uh, are you and Zach friends from like childhood or new acquaintances like the like podcast buddies? How's that work? No, I actually met him about five years ago. Uh, you know, I started going to church, met him there. You know, we you know became friends. Uh, 
I've, I've, you know, we've lived with each other before and now he, uh, yeah, that's, that's how we met. So about, I've known him about five years. Okay. What's the, uh, what, what's the, what's the Bobby Skinner, um, what, what's the scouting report on yourself from your playing days? Well, tall, you know, perfect size, you know, six, seven, 300, yes. uh, stiff, hip, stiff hips, <laughs> a, a, a little, a, <laughs> stiff hips, a little slow all the, off the ball, uh, and plays with a chip on his shoulder. I'll, I'll give myself that, but mostly like just that. stiff and slow. <laughs> uh, hey, amen, brother. <laughs> I thought you were stiff and quick, Jake. Oh well, actually, it's usually it's not not even not even stiff usually, to be honest. <laughs> what what were we talking about? Um, I don't know. And Bobby, I guess you. Uh, I mean, you guys, you do you did the simple man. What's uh? I guess if people don't know, like what's what's your elevator pitch pitch for that? I mean, it's just like because I know you are you guys mostly football 90% football 100% football or what's what's a normal simple man app like basically during football season it's kind of a grind because you know we're, you know we put them out Monday morning because you know we want to we'll be you know some of the first people out besides you know the you know the Fox Sports and all the radio guys so during football season it's almost all football and then you know World Series time we'll, we'll put that in there and you know whatever stories come with basketball but this time of year is a lot of fun because, you know, we have free agency, so we can spend 15 minutes on free agency and then talk about the NBA. And it kind of gives us more options of what we could do. You know, so we cover all four sports. Football, number one. NBA is a number two. And then I know you guys have a big baseball audience. Baseball's three. And then hockey, when when the Devils or the Lightning are in, can uh, get pretty intense for us, too. But that's why I like listening to you guys every now and then. I'll tune in because – it's just, it's a very similar format to here on John Moore and Jake Radio where it's two buddies just like talking about the headlines in a casual you guys don't like scream your way through shows. It's pretty relaxed. But you definitely do football more. And I hold Jake back because Jake could do a full football show, but we do we definitely lean more baseball because of me. But you guys were I was listening recently when you had um who'd you the guy from the Colts, the beat reporter. Oh, Andrew Walker, yeah. And that was the information I was like, damn, Jake knows all this stuff but i don't <laughs> jake would love talking this way so yeah, it's I'd... good that you guys definitely have a bigger football lean than us yeah definitely and like, and like you know like the week before there was no football news and there was really no news so we're like you know what this like lebron came out of space jam too was like all right let's let's switch it up and and do like our draft of who the monsters would be so you know the, the first half of the show is you know whatever is new you know big news um then we you know monday episodes we always have an interview and then afterwards, you know, we called around the horn, a, a very original idea. And we just, we just kind of talk about some of the lighter, lighter subjects going on or, or like horn, personal, per, like personal stories, like me getting in fights with Scott Van Pelt and, and stuff like that. Yeah. So I saw that the other day I, uh, <laughs> you're, you're, and you, know, you were, you were in the right. He, he escalated it to a degree. Um, well, what the problem was, it wasn't him. <laughs> I mean, people who probably don't even know what's going on. It was, I just woke up and I had like, you know, like, like 30, 40 mentions. And I'm like, what? I was like, what did I say last night? I didn't say anything crazy. Cause I've woken up before. I'm like, damn, that, that was stupid to uh, tweet out. And it was just all the people are like, yeah, uh, good, good on you, Scott, for not falling for the clickbait. I'm like, well, since when is Ian Rappaport clickbait? He's the number one yeah. guy in, in the business. Like, excuse me for wondering why nobody's talking about it. But anyways. Yeah, that was funny because you had a good point. You were like, for, for SVP, did we explain it exactly? Like Ian Rappaport came out with that report. And SVP didn't talk about it at all. And from yeah. what we know, Ian Rapport's fully trusted. So it seems like Scott Van Pelt at least should have said 
There is a report, but our sources don't confirm it. Yeah, it was like a I big mean, thing. I had work at you know I had to be up for work at six in the morning, but I was like, you know what, Antonio Brown just got traded. I'm going to watch Sports Center at midnight. And I'm just sitting there waiting. I'm like, come on, like I, I know there's some <laughs> stuff going on, but where's this Antonio Brown stuff? Yeah, it's kind. It's kind of that. It's like that old mindset. Like it, that story was, it was running the internet. It was running Twitter. It was. It was all over. And for them to not do it, you're right. I mean, they they could have just put their caveats on it. Like it's not confirmed, but still feed the beast a little bit. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not like it was Dan Clark reporting it. Oh man. <laughs> so you, you said you got a guest on your third episode. You've had two Super Bowl winning guests before. You had Brandon Jacobs from the Giants, and you had. The guy from the Bucks that I I can't remember his name. We've we've actually had a few, you know, Brandon Jacobs. You know, everybody who's a Giants fan knows that. Uh, Rich Soybert, the guard for that team. Yeah. And then Dexter Jackson, who won the MVP uh, for the Bucks Super Bowl, and then two other guys from that team, uh, Roman Oven, offensive lineman, and Ken Dilger, who, who was a tight end. And then on a lesser note, Cody Latimer, who's with the Giants now, he won as a special teams player at the Broncos. So, cool. no, so no no big deal, you know. What guests have you had that you were the most nervous for? Was it just your first one? Or is it like Brandon Jacobs? Because you grew up a Giants fan, right? Brandon Jacobs, I was kind of confident with because there's so much information on him. Like, you know, it was, it was kind of easy. And then Dexter Jackson won an MVP. He was one of our best interviews because he was, you know, he had a personality. I mean, you guys know, sometimes these guys do interviews and it's just basic, you know, working hard. I'd say the first one was Shane Smith because – like, I mean, I did – I was, you know, I was looking up Pat Shermer's fullback usage, how many yards per carry. I mean, I looked up stuff <laughs> for, like, hours before. Yeah. And I think, you know, it, it was – that was probably the most nervous I was. Um, I'm trying to think of one other one I, that might have been. Um, yeah, Brandon Jacobs, or one where the technology wasn't really in line and I'm, like, just waiting for something to screw up. Kom- <laughs> yeah. Actually, Kamoko Ture, he plays defensive end for the Colts. And we love the guy, but he's really not the brightest guy in the world. And we were <laughs> scheduled for 3 o'clock to do the interview. He's not responding, not responding. And wait there for two hours, get back. Uh, so I, I, was like, I was like, screw it, I'm going home. I'm going to roast this guy on the show. And finally, <laughs> finally, I get a message back from his brother, like three and a half hours later, he's ready. So I drive back to where we were recording 30 minutes away. So you can't get him a hold of him, can't get him a hold of him. And by that time, Zach's got his whole family over, so we're going and and we had to do the interview in a in a hot car with you know nothing turned on and and kids slamming the doors in the background. <laughs> <laughs> it's always funny with the behind the scenes on this show. Jake and I like to do that. Like we do a halftime, like behind the scenes. Oh, my dog just threw up on the floor or something. Like that. <laughs> it's like some Jake's done one, like holding his phone up outside of a wedding, right, Jake, in two thousand seventeen. Yeah, I did. Uh, we were doing it was it was playoffs. It was Yankees playoffs, and we were doing pregame, postgame show. So I was uh, yeah, I was at, I was at a wedding, and it was like my girlfriend's friend. So I was, you know, I'm I'm teetering a, a tightrope here. But um, that after the ceremony, I think I I like grabbed an old fashioned from the bar, and then went went out to the parking lot. So I'm like, I've got a drink. I I put it on. <laughs> I was I don't know if you remember this Jimmy but I like I was over by a bus cuz it was kind of blocking the noise and then the bus turned on and like started driving away and I was like oh man uh but it's it's the grind it was it's what makes it real and that's what we're doing Yeah just just one more before, you know when we first started episode 4 so Zach was out of town and and we get you know we'll start doing them in person when Zach gets back but 
he was out of town. So it was our, it was our first time doing it over the phone. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'll just do, you know, this part by myself. And I tried talking to the microphone by myself for the first time. I was like, I, I can't do it. Now it's I'm weird. more comfortable. Yeah, I'm, I'm more comfortable doing it now, but it still is weird. And uh, so I was like, dude, I need you. Like, we got to do this. <laughs> and so he, you know, he leaves whatever he's doing and then gets back. I'm like, where'd you go, man? He's like, oh, I'll just record a podcast. And they're like, you know, that's probably the most millennial thing we've, we've ever heard. <laughs> like, we, you just left this party to go record a podcast. <laughs> it's true. Did you ask Brandon Jacobs about uh, being Earth of Earth, Wind, and Fire? I mean, we talked about, you know, the Ahmad Bradshaw uh, stuff. My favorite thing to ask him about was when he, against the Cowboys, when he threw the ball against the Playcock. Like, that's yeah. one of my favorite moments of all time. Mm-hmm. The one question I didn't ask, I was really scared to, but I kind of wanted to. I don't know if you guys remember, he threw his helmet into the stands against the Colts. I wanted to be like, hey, man, why didn't you let that guy keep your helmet? But I, I didn't want to get on his bad side. <laughs> didn't he have a good answer for the shot clock? I remember, I remember liking the tweet and seeing it, but I can't remember the answer he had. Yeah, he's like, I did it as a message of disrespect. We wanted to go in there and disrespect him and like, me, like, like the old like remember the Titans kind of quote, you know. It's <laughs> oh. <laughs> awesome. All right, so people can look forward to uh, if they tune in more interviews two times a week, more, uh, more of a football lean than Jake and I do here, and but basically kind of the same, uh, you know, casual sports conversation. Yeah, definitely, man. Cool. And, uh, you know, the next couple of weeks, you know, obviously, you know, you guys will be coming on this week to you know make the whole announcement. Next week is a one year kind of anniversary. So we're having my buddy on who uh, he actually did the midweek shows with us because I didn't think Zach would be able to do it from, you know, overseas. So that won't, you'll, you know, people will be like, oh, I thought these guys are getting guests. I got this NFL Europe guy. Um, so, <laughs> but, but then after that, we'll kind of get back to our, our normal schedule. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, we're excited to have you on board here. We have a, a new site. We got some new shows. John Boy Media is taking off. You. you. All right. Thanks, man. All right. See you guys. All right. And now. Bed of the day. It's the bed of the day. Bed of the day. Bed of the day. All right, bet of the day, bet of the day. Jakey, Jakey made a big mistakey on Friday and lost the over. Over was 233. Warriors, Nuggets, I think it landed at 227. Warriors won big. I think you wanted, the other was taking the Warriors to win big. But we went with the over, We we went with the over instead. I thought the Nuggies were going to have a little more fight. Um, they they had one. Dude, it's what's insane about the Warriors. If you have, like, one bad four-minute stretch, you're just done. And they had that, and the game's over. <laughs> like, we, it's, I mean, it's it's insane. It's not a surprise. I, I thought we were going to get some more putts. We got, we got close at the end there. Because for a while, it really wasn't looking pretty. But then buckets started going down. It's like, okay. One or one or two miscellaneous threes here. We're in the money, but uh, no deuce, no dice. Are you worried? You're three for your last twelve. Is that a is that a cold stretch? Um, I didn't know that, and I'm you're gonna have to show me the tape on it because I'm, I'm, I'm calling BS. You have the sheet, um, so but I'm not looking at it, so that's and I can't see it. Well, um, I'm, not, I'm not lying. You're three for your last twelve. Well, okay. Well, again, choose not to believe it. I was what two for three last week? No, two for three. Yep, zero for three the week before, and 
Um, then the week before that, you were two and three, which would make you four for your last 13. You suspect. You suspect. Nothing changed. I, it was four. You just said it was three. Yes, but one of those wins was Monday. So if you eliminate that, it's three for your last 12, four for your last 13. Carry the one. Um, doesn't matter, Jim. Because okay. you gotta get that way out you gotta get that out before March Madness. Okay. That's how that works. I'm on like um, the colder stretch than you, so it doesn't matter. Are yeah. Well I'm cold. worried about you. That's what I kinda wanna talk about. I'm very concerned about you. No, you don't know. Every day. Oh thanks. I'm worried about you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. That's all I need to hear. Jim, sometimes you just gotta you just gotta kick it. Okay? Kick it. You, you know what I'm saying? I never you had no mean? pumpkin pie. Kick it. Kick it. Um, Jim, we're going with the conference tournament bet. And we're going to Gonzaga, baby. Okay. Gonzaga Pepperdine tonight. At Pepperdine? Uh, No, it's the conference tournament. Oh, so there's no home away. Correct. Um, and Jim Pepperdine's caught in a little magic. Okay, they're uh, they're sixteen and seventeen on the season, but they've just won two conference tournament games. They upset Loyola Marymount, and they beat uh, they beat Pacific, your Pacific, um, in what was essentially like an even matchup. Like they were they were two of the lesser teams in the league. Jim, Gonzaga's favored by 24. Oh, fuck. That's a big spread. I'm taking Pepperdine. It's just March, baby. Like, I think Pepperdine will hit a couple shots. Gonzaga will get a little nervous for a second. Then they'll run away with it. But they're not getting the 24 against... At this at this point of March, that's way too many points unless it's a 1 versus 16 game. Well, it's a 1 versus 8 or whatever. I'm just saying Pepperdine and Colby Ross, who's averaging 19.4 points per game and 7.2 assists this season. Colby's going to have a day. This this is his, like, last moment to try to do something at, at for the Waves this year. A couple weeks ago. too many points. A couple weeks ago, they beat him by 28. So that's where the line's coming from. Right. That's a huge line. It's a huge line. And if you think about what Pepperdine is fighting for, it's not just a regular season game. It's like... They got nothing to lose. It's a lot of these guys on Pepperdine's last game of their career if they're losing. Right. So might as well play to the fucking buzzer and give it hell. Right. I, I I wanted to be all over Gonzaga. And if it was anything under 20, I think I would, would be. Right. That's how they get you. <laughs> These motherfuckers at Vegas, man. Yeah. Um, Jake is stupid, but he's smart. Jake is stupid, but he's smart. I, I, I keep hot. agreeing with you and keep losing. But I'm starting to think we're going to get laughed at and Zags win by 35. But I'm just feeling the Pepperdine waves today. I mean, it's... <laughs> we suck. <laughs> All right. Go go Pepperdine. Go Pepperdine. What's their mascot? 
I think they're the waves. They're the waves. That's what. Yeah. Okay. Cover. I love. I love. Uh, I love. Like I'm in basketball mode now. Like yesterday, I had the games on. I don't like. I don't care much for regular season basketball mm. or NC or college basketball. But once conference tournament season comes and then March Madness, I love watching it. Oh, Jim, this is a lock. Why? This is a lock. Pep- Pepperdine's head coach is Lorenzo Romar, former coach of Washington, UW. So he's he's just been saving it for the tourney. This is free money. If you lose, we're ba- we're you mad. lose your 500 record, which is there's a lot on the line for you. I've never been below 500, right? Or no, I haven't been below 500 for a long time. Yeah, I think you started off. Yeah. You haven't been below 500 since January 29th. Wow. Never again. If you lose today, you'll be 21 and 21. I'm going to win. You're going to win. Okay, he's going to win. Here's the Brave song. You like the Brave song? It's Irish week. This part sounds like, I wish that I knew what I know now when I was younger. I don't know about that. Then from there it goes Irish. This is very Irish. When the cold winds are calling 